Welcome to Motherhood Makeover Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Faust, mom of two boys and certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. I help busy and overwhelmed moms, is that you? Make self-care simple by focusing on the five foundations of health and wellness so that you can feel your best and love who you see in the mirror. Hello and welcome to another episode of Motherhood Makeover. I'm so excited because today I have my friend Christy with us and she is going to talk all about environmental toxins, why should we care, what are they, and things to get you started on your non-toxic living journey. So Christy, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks so much for having me here. Uh, My name is Christy. I am a mom of two little girls. I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old, and I kind of have been on my clean living journey for almost four years, um, ever since I was pregnant with my first and started to like look into products that I was going to buy for her and um, like really fell down the rabbit hole of research and um, have been continuing to make small changes over the past four years towards uh, a cleaner living. So I'm so excited to uh, chat and share with you today. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. So first things first, can you just tell us what are environmental toxins and why should we care? Yeah. So um, I know that like I, I used to not even think about it at all. You go into the store and you think that like any product that's sold sold on the shelves is safe. And that's not true. Um, so especially in the US, um, there are very little regulations around which ingredients can be in the products that we're using on a daily basis. So, you know, we're talking about cosmetics, bath and body products, sunscreen, cleaning products around your house, you know, all those sort of things um, can have ingredients in them that are known to cause significant health issues like cancer or infertility or other hormone related um, issues, health issues, um, as well as, you know, like allergies and um, skin sensitivity, all these sorts of things can be can be contributed by the ingredients that are in like everyday type of products that you're using. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of the same way. It wasn't until I was pregnant with my first and somehow learned all of this and remember sort of having a freak out, like, Oh my gosh, how is all this stuff sold on shelves? And it's marketed to us. Like it's safe. Even the products that say um, like natural and plant-based and all and vegan, you think it's healthy and it's good for you. And then turns out that might not be the case. And so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, so, you know, as far as the regulations go in the U S there are 30 ingredients that are either banned or restricted by the FDA in personal care products in the EU it is 1500. So over here in the U S like we don't really have regulations about what can be in our products. A lot of products, um, a lot of ingredients that are banned in the EU are allowed to be in our products over here. Um, and so, you know, the, the regulations have not caught up with, with the science, with, with what the science is telling us about the potential hazards with, with some of these ingredients. 
Um, and like you said, there's also no regulations around labeling. So product labels can really say anything and convince you that all natural is safe when really it could still have other harmful ingredients in it. And to a mom who's listening, maybe this is the first time she's hearing about this. What are the concerns of continuing to use these products long-term? Yeah. So, I mean, especially when you have like young babies and and any kids really who are growing and developing um, their hormones contribute to a lot of their development. And if you have products that have hormone disrupting chemicals, so these are chemicals that either interfere with the way that hormones work in your body or that mimic the way that hormones work in your body um, and can cause really significant issues with the way that your hormones function that can impact, you know, the baby's development, especially um, because so much of that, you know, especially in the early days and even, you know, through teen years um, development related to, to hormone changes. So making sure that you're switching as much as possible to um, products that don't have these types of ingredients will be really helpful for, um, for this kid development, baby development. Um, but I don't want, and I don't want anybody to be scared. Like this is, it's, it's scary. It's terrifying. But at the same time, there has been studies that have shown that once you switch to safer products, the levels of like hormone disrupting chemicals in your body drop within a few days. So all you really need to do is like start to make a change now. Um, and don't worry about, you know, don't worry about the past. So Yeah. And I definitely think too, that if you are a mom that already has kids and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I ruined my children because we've used these crazy chemical laden products. Do not feel that way. Because like Christy just said, you can stop using, make the switch and move on forward and change your health. Kind of, if you think about it, when you're sick, if you make changes, you can heal your body. So it's not permanent damage that's happening. It's not ruining your children or ruining your own health. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, you know, make a, make one change today and, and even making small changes, you don't have to overhaul your life. Even from hearing this, you know, um, you can still just like pick one product. Like what are you about to run out of? Um, and this is the advice I always give to uh, moms who are just starting, like what product are you running out of next? And like find a safer version for that one. And then when you run out of the next one, find a safer version for that one. So it's definitely like a step-by-step process. You don't have to overhaul your life and you can still see positive impacts to your health. Yeah. And I definitely want to make a note too, because sometimes if you're a mom who's listening and you have trouble losing weight or maintaining a healthy weight, you should also look at not only the foods you're eating, but the products you're using. Because like Christy was saying, it disrupts your hormones and your hormones are actually responsible for your hunger levels and feeling satiated or feeling satisfied after finishing a meal. And so if those hormones are out of balance as well, you could feel constantly hungry or all these other issues where maybe your body just doesn't want to let go of that excess weight, even though you're eating really healthy. So those are reasons too, in addition to just overall health why you might want to look at these products you're using and see how to make the switch. Yeah. That's such an important nuance there. Like I didn't really ever think about that side of that side of like the hormone development, um, hormone related imbalances before, but I think, yeah, that's definitely a great point. And then, okay. So now your mom, this mom, you're listening, you're like, okay, cool. Where do I even start? 
if you had to pick maybe top three, either products or chemicals, things to avoid, things to replace, what do you think they would be? Yeah. So the top three ingredients to avoid, number one is fragrance. So fragrance is actually protected by the FDA as a trade secret. So companies can put whatever they want under the term fragrance and put it in the product and they do not have to tell you what's in it. A lot of times fragrance will come with phthalates and phthalates are known endocrine disruptors, known hormone disruptors. And phthalates are actually what help the smell linger. So there are added to a lot of things with the fragrance because, you know, if you have like a laundry detergent that says your laundry will smell fresh for 12 weeks, you know, it's like something is in there to make the fragrance linger. Um, And so phthalates hide under the word fragrance as well as whatever chemicals might be making up that fragrance. Um, so I think avoiding fragrance is kind of like the easy check that you can do. Um, like look at the product, flip it over and look at the ingredients and see if fragrance is on there. It doesn't necessarily mean that, um, every, that every company that has fragrance is, is bad, but if they're not disclosing it on the bottle and they're not disclosing it like on their website, then that's definitely like a red flag for me because there are so many options out there that are safer, that don't have fragrance, that will be fully transparent and tell you what's in their products, um, even though they're not required by law to do that. I think finding companies that do disclose that information is really critical to knowing what, what you're putting on your body. And then another one um, kind of changing tax a little bit um, is, especially since we're coming into to summer, uh, Uh, when we're recording this is sunscreen. So looking at your sunscreens and making sure that you're choosing um, mineral sunscreens over chemical sunscreens. So chemical sunscreens um, actually absorb UV rays into your skin, um, whereas mineral sunscreens sit uh, on the surface of your skin and reflect rays away. Um, some of the issues with chemical sunscreens are that they are known to be hormone disruptors. And this is especially like oxybenzone. Um, and they've recently been banned in Hawaii and a couple other places because they do severe damage to coral reefs as well. Um, so making sure that you're choosing safer sunscreens. And even if like you have sunscreen in your makeup or in your moisturizer, like really looking into those and making sure that they have minerals on mineral sunscreen ingredients, which are zinc oxide and titanium dioxide instead of the chemical ingredients. Yeah. I didn't the CDC come out last summer and make a statement saying that the chemical sunscreens they had like the research came back showing how damaging it was. Yeah. They finally yeah. There was say, said it about something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that it was last year that they came out with articles about how um, chemical sunscreens have been found in your bloodstream after just oh, that one was day yeah. of use. Yeah. So it's, but again, once you stop using it, then you don't have that issue. So, um, but yeah, that, you know, when you're, you're supposed to be wearing your SPF, at, you know, every day to protect your skin, um, from aging and from, um, cancer as well. So when you're wearing something like this every day and it's staying on your body, um, that's definitely for me, an area of concern that I would look at more than say a product that you're going to wash away. And for any mom listening, thinking, I don't know where I can find that last summer, I found it at Walmart. Like you can find better options for sunscreen everywhere now because they're so popular. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like, honestly, we buy so much stuff from Amazon uh, mm-hmm. because it's so easy to get it shipped to my house. And so there are a lot of um, safer sunscreens available on Amazon or, you know, just shopping online, safer companies that, that ship directly to your house um, for ease. So there are, there are definitely a lot, are a lot of options. Um, and then one other thing that I would say, especially um, to moms with young kids is to avoid plastics. Um, so this is like, you know, plastic water bottles, plastic um, kids plates and cups and things like that. Um, or at a minimum, don't microwave those, don't heat them. Um, because plastics, even if they say that they're BPA free, uh, BPA is a known hormone disruptor, um, but there's also other, so bisphenol A, there's also other bisphenols, BPS and BPF, which are also endocrine disruptors, which often replace BPA in products that say that they're BPA free, they maybe are, they have BPS in them or something. Um, so, even if it says it's BPA free, even if it says it's microwave safe, um, those are things that I would stop doing. If you're microwaving plates, like stop doing that. Um, because when you heat them, the, the, the chemicals in the plastic actually leach into your food a lot faster under heat conditions. Um, so that's like, if you have plastic water bottles in your car, you know, over the summer, or if you've got you know, things that you're microwaving or things that hot food comes in, you know, trying to minimize the amount of heat and plastic um, together is, will be helpful for your health too. And I will say, I personally went on like a, tried to go on a no plastic for my two-year-old and now nine-month-old. And it was so challenging to find non-plastic uh water bottles, sippy cups, plates Mm -hmm. for children. It was like this deep search along over the whole internet to find some that also weren't really pricey. Uh, And so, I mean, they are out there. You just might have have to search a little bit. A positive to stainless steel is it does keep the water colder longer. However, most of the ones I found still had a plastic straw Mm. inside. And so it's one of those things where Yeah. If that's you and you're searching at all your stores and you can't find anything in your price range, do the best you can. And one, like Christy said, just don't heat it up with the water. I just dump it out and refill it regularly. So it's not, the water's just not sitting in the sippy cup, like days on end, little tricks like that to do with what you have. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, there it's, it's hard to find because again, the marketing out there will say non-toxic on everything. Um, and it's not, it's not necessarily true, um, in my opinion. So, you know, there are completely plastic free water bottles out there, but you know, it might be hard, hard to weed through the the options and really like find those pure stainless is one is my favorite one. That's what um, my kids use as well. And so it's stainless steel, but it's got silicone, um, straw parts to it. So, there are definitely plastic free options out there. And like, you know, my kids also at home, we, we just use glass cups. They've just got these little glass tumblers and honestly they've hit the floor several times and never broken. Um, so you might be, you know, afraid of glass and things breaking. Um, we've also got some other little plates that have broken, but you know, it's kind of a little trial and error to figure out what, what works and what doesn't, but there are definitely glass options and stainless steel options out there. 
And I always, another problem that people have said, well, like, how do I heat up the food? Well, I, you know, I leave, leave my cast iron pan on the stove. I just use that to heat it up. Or honestly, I put it on my plate, microwave it, and then portion off theirs. And, and I'm just using then, you know, the same plate that I would be using for my food. So I, I think it's a little bit of a, 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 a shift in the way that you might be doing things, but it's not, um, I think you get used to it and it's not unattainable um, to, to stop microwaving plastic. Yeah, that's kind of, I do the same thing. I'll put either if it's in a plastic container, I'll put it onto a plate, heat it up. And if I'm doing food for all of us, I'll just heat their food with mine, or I'll get them a little plate that I heat it up on and then put it onto there. They have stainless steel plates. Um, and we do have like some silicone and one plastic plate. And so it's all about the balance. Like if it's going to stress you out by having to buy all new plates and all new cups, same thing. Take it one step at a time, one plate at a time, one extra new cup at a time and not freak out that you're doing all this harm to your children. Uh, just don't put it in the microwave. And then I also don't put them in the dishwasher too, because the water heats up so hot. Yeah. And if you use like the heated dry mm -hmm. um, dishwasher functions, that's, that's similar. Yeah. And like, I guess going back to the products a little bit, um, we've talked about, you talk about how sometimes you see that and you think it's like really pricey. Um, honestly, some of the products last a lot longer because you don't have to use as much of them or they're higher quality. So keep that in mind when you're looking for safer products and you're comparing price points, you're not comparing like, you're not always comparing apples to apples. Sometimes you have to really think about, okay, like some products are, might actually last longer because they don't have extra preservatives or I, I don't have extra fillers in them um, and things like that, that are, yeah, that are a little bit deceiving. Um, so it's, at first glance, it's not always as expensive mm -hmm. as it seems. Yeah. Like the stainless steel plates will last way longer than the cheaper plastic plates you might buy. And same thing. And even if it's with cleaning supplies, I know online, there's a whole bunch of DIY like recipes for making your own non-toxic cleaners and soaps and laundry detergents and things like that. So you can make it fit your budget. And so if there's a mom listening and she's thinking, okay, how do I figure out what's in all the products I'm using? Where should she go? Can she check it somewhere? Yeah. So look at the labels, um, see if there's fragrance on there. You can also go to that company's website and see if they actually tell you what fragrance is on the website, because sometimes it doesn't fit um, on the bottle and like cleaning products, it might not be on the cleaning product at all. Um, and then you can also check it using the EWG website. So EWG is the Environmental Working Group, and they have a database for things like cleaning products as well for like personal care products. Uh, they've also got an app so you can try scanning the products. Um, or I usually just Google like the product name in EWG and it will pull it right up. Um, and so they have a lot of information on products and they give ratings to each product as well as ingredients. Um, so if your product doesn't come up, you can look at individual ingredients as well um, in their search database, and it will tell you the potential hazards with which each of the individual ingredients. So it's a very handy tool for like learning about these different types of ingredients and um, what you're then going to see your product compared to these, what you feel comfortable with, what's your level of comfort and what products you want to switch out. Yeah, I use it a lot for finding what products, new products I'm going to switch to and trying to find better options. I find that their app and their website is super helpful for just making it a lot quicker for me. 
Like if I'm at Target looking at options, I can just search what I'm seeing in front of me and verify, is this a good choice? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think stores like Target, they have like a clean section. You know, that's definitely a step in the right direction. Um, But you do you do want to go like a step further than that. So, you know, go to their clean section, look at what they've got and then take it a step further, compare the products to, to um, what's on EWG or look at the, if it has fragrance in it and just um, yeah, take an extra step there. Um, but, you know, we, we are slowly moving towards this clean, um, clean products we're seeing come into the market and be a lot more readily available um, in big stores like that. So um it's definitely, it's definitely coming. And every time that we purchase products that are cleaner, we're basically telling the industry that, that this is what we want. So you're voting with your dollars too. And, and, you know, at a certain point um, when there are more regulations, there will also be more incentive for companies to, to make um, switches to the way that they're manufacturing their products. And um, that the goal is, you know, to get to the point where you don't have to worry about what you're buying from the store. Yeah, I would say yeah. kind of think of it like buying organic, like when organic first kind of started coming out, you could hardly find organic foods and products, uh, packaged foods anywhere. And it was so expensive to buy those products and you had to go to a specialty store and now you get them everywhere. And the price point a lot of times is the same as the non-organic food. So the hope is that one day all of these cleaning and beauty and body products will be the same where you find them everywhere and the cost is comparable to the non to the toxic version mm-hmm. or maybe the toxic version goes away altogether if enough mm-hmm. regulations get passed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Anything else you want all the mamas listening to know about? I mean, I guess I'll just reiterate not to panic, right? Like this is, this is scary stuff. And if you Google some of the stuff we've said, you're going to find like scary information out there. Um, but just remember that if you make a change today, it will impact your health. So all you have to do is swap one product, whichever one you're running out of, whichever one you like use the most or leave on your skin, you know, consider those because this isn't an all or nothing thing. Um, this is, you know, doing what you can and not worrying about the rest. Literally, you know, you don't have to overhaul your life to, to make positive impacts to your health. And so I just want every mom to know that like no mom guilt here, like, you know, what you did, what you did, and that's totally fine. Like find one product to swap over today and don't worry about it. And where can everyone find you? So you can find me on Instagram. I'm at cultivating.cleanliving. Um, and I would love to connect with you. If you're a mom who's or mom to be or a mom with a new baby uh, under the age of two, I have a special Facebook community um, as well for, for these moms. So if that's you, uh, send me a message and we'll get you added there as well. And I'll also link it in the show notes to the group too. Oh, perfect. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Christy. So glad to have you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll have to have you on again in the future to go a little bit deeper into these. Yeah. um, I love that. Non-toxic living. Absolutely. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. If you enjoyed this and you really loved it, please screenshot the episode, tag us both on Instagram and let us know what your biggest takeaway was or just DM us. Let us know what your takeaways were. We would love to hear it. Absolutely. 